You're listening to Personal Branding with Lynn, a podcast for entrepreneurs and creatives. You are on a mission to create your life's work and legacy, but are struggling to break through the noise to reach your ideal clients. Well, that's where personal branding comes in. I'll help you grow your business using marketing that feels as natural as a conversation. Who am I? I'm Lynn Morton, and I have managed the brands of Fortune 500s, nonprofits, and startups. And now I'm ready to pour all that I've learned over my career into helping you build your personal brand. In fact, we'll work on it together. Let's get started. Hey there, and welcome to the third installment of Personal Branding with Lynn. Here, again, I'm talking with entrepreneurs and creatives about creating a personal brand that will fuel your ability to do your life's work. And in our first three episodes, we are covering some foundational topics in us getting there. So in in, in 001, the Welcome to Personal Branding episode, I talked about what is this personal branding thing anyway. And in episode two, the one I did um, on Friday, we talked about four elements you need to begin to build your your personal brand and, and how you build it visually online. And today... I'm going to answer what probably should have been the first question. It's the one essential question you need to answer before you start thinking about or actively trying to build your personal brand. And the question is very simple, but you know, it trips us up a lot. When I say us, I mean entrepreneurs and creatives. I know I, I trip over it and I'll talk about some of, you know, my own struggles. I know, like when I worked for um, for Canon for a while, and I had to, you know, one of part of my job was interviewing and recruiting and hiring photographers to teach workshops, and so you saw a lot. I had, had a chance to see a lot of people present their businesses in in terms of photography workshops, and I saw the ones that did it very well. So the minute you saw them, you you knew, man, that person is going to be successful, and I can be successful also hiring and promoting them as well. And there were other people you thought you saw and you went, wow, I don't know what I would do with that one. And I don't understand what they're trying to do. And uh, you probably saw them struggling as a result of it. So, you know, and, and not pointing fingers at them because when I was on the other side, of that same pitch, I've done a lot of the same things that I saw and went, oh, you know, when I saw other people doing it, you know, when you're that close, sometimes you miss the obvious stuff you would see in other people. And so we're going to talk about that today. It is one essential question you must answer. And and I was thinking about it. I, I got some clarity from what I think or you might think is a very unlikely source. My barber. What do you want to be known for? Is the one essential and defining question you must answer 
and I must answer if we're going to build our personal brands. Now, five years ago, I was the new guy in town here in northern New Jersey, and I had just relocated from the Washington, D.C. area. And so I'm having to go about replacing all of the people I used to work with back at home, all the people I knew and loved and different vendors and different services that I would use. And one person I thought would be particularly challenging was to replace was my barber. Now, it's always tough to find a good barber. I've moved a lot in my life. If you see my about page, I have relocated at least a half a dozen times in, you know, in my in my life and if not more. And so I'm used to having to go about having to replace everyone and it's not fun and the barber is always the one that I don't know. It gives me the most consternation because you don't want to go around and 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 have to go through three or four different barbers. You know that that's not the kind of thing that you want to have to be experiment with. And so, okay, so now who do I find? And you know the the area I live in here in New Jersey. There are not a lot of barbers here who look like me. I've dro- I drove around. I didn't really see anybody who was, you know, service anybody, servicing anyone who looked like me. And and you know, whether or not you understand it, that's sort of a thing. It's a thing for me. I I, I want to, um, you know, know who who's cutting my hair. So anyway, I'm standing outside my door, fretting, and the mailman comes was coming walking up the sidewalk, and it was another African American. Um, gentleman, he's walking. It's a hot day. He's got a towel over it, just draped over his head. Like, you know, he's been sweating and he's walking up the street. So I go out to him and I go, you know, you know, stop to say, Hey man, look, this is going to sound like a very strange question, but I'm new here and I'm looking for a barber. Can you recommend anybody? So he stops, he looks up at me. And he just chuckles to himself. He goes, you know, that is a strange question. He goes, I go to a guy in, you know, named Troy. And he is on on Belmont at Belmont Avenue in, in Patterson. You know where that is? And I, I'd heard of the street before. And I could I knew I could find it. Good. That's all I need to know. So I go and I, and, and I you know, I find this, this barbershop. I go in there and it's like full of people. You know, eight, you know, like two barbers in there and about, you know, eight to 10 people sitting there waiting. Like, this is a crowd. And I wonder, okay, I don't know which one is Troy and I don't know how this thing breaks down. And you could usually tell pretty quickly, right? Cause, so a guy comes up behind me. He goes, Hey, Troy, how many you have waiting for you now? And the guy in the far corner, Troy looks up, scans the crowd and goes, I don't know, man. It's busy today. About seven of these, seven are here for me. And he looks at me, he goes, who are you waiting for? And I was like, you, Troy, <laughs> you. He goes, okay, so that's eight then. And, you know, it's sort of like, you know, when you go into a barbershop, if, you know, if there are two barbers and everybody's waiting for one and the other guy's sitting there idle, you know, not to go to the guy who's sitting there idle because there's usually a reason for, for it. You know, I, I sit and, and I wait for my, and he cuts my hair and Troy has been my barber ever since because he's just been just a really good barber. He and and 
he he he's good. He is responsive. When I was you know getting remarried um, a couple years ago, you know Troy came in early just to take care of me so that I could look good for my wedding. You know he's a good guy. So I was thinking about Troy this week as I pondered the topic: What do you want to be known for? And I know that's a tough question for many of us entrepreneurs and creatives because. You know, the, the answer often reveals itself when someone asks for a referral, like I did. You know, who do you know who can do this? And when the this is what you do, you know, what do they say? So what do you want to be known for? And, you know, that often dictates whether or not your name comes up, even when they're three towns away and talking to the new guy in town. So I struggled with this for a long time. You know, I wanted to be known as a marketing and communications professional, which is what I've done for most of my professional career. I wanted to be known as a photography educator, which is how I reinvented myself almost 10 years ago when I got burnt out on the PR and communications game. I tried to carve out an encouragement and motivational niche for myself. I, I even had a short, a very short podcast stint <laughs> doing that. And I want to focus my attention on all these choices. And and you, you, I, I know a lot of you struggle with this. We call it, uh, what do you call it, multi-passionate or something like that? You know, where do we focus? And, 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 and as you can imagine, if you want to make a real impact using your gifts, you really need to narrow your focus to one topic in this dividing question. You know, focus works best when there is just one thing that you focus on. One. And and if I could go back to an old riff I used to use when I was teaching photography, I would have, you know, a, a client will come up and say, hey, I don't like this picture. What do you think? And nine times out of 10, when a photographer comes and says, I don't like my picture because it's boring. I usually look at it and go, what's your focus? What's your focal point? What's your subject? And, a, and a, an awkward pause usually follows as they look at the image and they realize they didn't they didn't have a subject. They didn't have a focal point. And without a focal point, nine times out of ten, the picture's gonna be boring because I don't know where to look. And 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 just a simple act as being deliberate about knowing what the focal point will be and making it obvious to the person looking at the image makes your picture dramatically better. And, and the same thing now works when we talk about focus with our lives and our energy. If we focus on in three or four different ways, you can be successful in all four, but you won't have the same impact and the same force as if you put all your energy into one. And so what do you want to be known for? I'm going to encourage you and challenge you to make the answer to that singular. What's one thing do you want to be known for? Now, why do you need to be clear about what we want to be known for? Because the answer is the essence and values of our brand and our personal brand. When we clarify our focus, it will help you determine how you spend your time as a business owner, how you evaluate offers, because you'll find that once you are out there and you start doing well, you will get more offers than you can field. 
And you'll need to know how will I decide which ones are worth me taking and following up on and which ones should I let go? And, and, and the first way you will clarify that is by knowing what you want to be known for and what you're trying to accomplish. What's that one big goal that you're working toward? What you want to be known for will help you differentiate yourself from what the masses are doing in your industry. Let's face it, in, in, in today's world, in just about every discipline, there are more than enough people who are providing, trying to provide that service, right? And, and, and the consumer in this day and age where information is so readily available always has choice. And so, how do you differentiate yourself by being clear about what you're known for? What you're being known for is, is how you will now clarify the essence of your brand, clear of your brand, clarify your focus, and also differentiate yourself from the masses. Now, Troy was known as one of the best barbers because he was outstanding and reasonably fast. And he gave a lot of little a lot of the little extras you would not expect. Now, when most barbers cut your hair, they'll just line it with the, the electrical clippers. But Troy did something extra. Okay. He took the straight edge razor, sharpened it. That's the, the one that is just a long razor and it's not electrical. It's very sharp. And then he trimmed along my beard and my goatee. Now, when he started doing that, I started getting restless because when a barber does that, He's usually looking to upcharge you another five to 10 bucks. But Troy did all that and didn't charge anything extra. He just did it for the pride of his work. And because of that, I, I tip him generously. And because of that, he's the only one who's touched my head in the last five years. I, I, I want to, I wanted to work out for him that he's doing the extra, the extra service. So I always make sure I compensate him in the same way and I'm loyal to him. And so, and as a result of that, not just for me, he's known for cutting hair, doing it well, and going further than most. And like most good barbers, he'll drop in some great advice and life lessons along the way. So here's a quote I ran into when I was reading an article in Psychology Today. People with strong brands know the value they create, who they're creating it for, and the outcomes that people expect. Your personal brand is not just what you do, it's how you do it, for whom you do it, and why you do it. It's about the difference that only you can make for others because of the unique value, your purpose, your strengths, expertise, and experience brings to others. People with strong personal brands get noticed because they share their passion for what they do in a way that's relevant to the people they want to serve. But I still struggled with narrowing my focus to one choice. And then I remembered a question that Amanda asked me. Now, Amanda Miller Littlejohn is a gifted personal branding coach in the D.C. area. Her gift is helping you clarify the many competing ideas in your head and then driving them to their core essence. She she, she has this what she calls Package Your Genius Academy. And and I, back then, you know, she would do one-on-one -on -one sessions to help you clarify your focus. And I, I booked her for one of those. And she asked a lot of insightful, insightful questions. But one of them 
I, I was thinking about the other day, and she said, if the perfect person were to hire you, Lanford, to do the perfect job, you know, where you were playing to your strengths, exhausting all your talents, using you up and making you feel completely expressed and feeling like you helped them in the process, what would that be? And I never thought of it that way before. I never thought about how I would use all my gifts as one focus. I also thought of that I had to narrow it and choose one of them. That made sense. But she was talking what almost sounded like the umbrella approach. How do you put everything into one big ball and now use all your gifts and, and focus all your gifts into providing some um some in in helping someone else to become successful in helping someone else and that's how i really stumbled on this personal branding approach because it will take all i learned and have done in marketing and communication all that i learned as a creative all that i learned as 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 a as a as a photographer and a photography educator and all that stuff and i'm it's going to be all into one big ball of helping people Become your best uh, version of yourself for your business. So, you know, I I thought, okay, she's onto something here, and this is something that we can all we might all think about if you are particularly are struggling with how you now define what that one thing is, and if it can be just one thing. So, but but more than that, you think of the results you want to deliver. Right. If you're doing the work and you get choose and you, and you get to choose what you want to do and you want to think about what that you think you want to be known for is. Don't just think about the action, because, you know, if it's just a transaction, you're just doing that for money. Right. I'm just going to do this and you'll pay me that. And, you, you know, there's no fulfillment in there. You want to think about you're using all your gifts and how do you use it to, to make someone really successful and and make the same version of what you're trying to do how to use all their gifts to reach their true purpose and their true calling you, and and I and I I heard someone talk about it as moving from if you do that you move from survival to success to significance significance is where you're trying to get and where you're trying to help other people get so what do you want to be known for Try this. We're going to make it practical as we wrap up. Imagine it's one year from today and you've achieved that career goal that you currently have for yourself. How would the value you create and the expected outcomes be described by a one, a customer recommending you to one of their friends or two, a peer explaining your role to a new colleague or three, your boss recommending you for a new promotion. Based on this, write one or two sentences that you can use in an email to introduce yourself to a potential client or colleague or someone at a networking event and try to capture the value you create, who you create it for, and the expected outcome of working for you. So I, I want you to to make sure you do this, go through this exercise. If you haven't before, you know, write that referral email, write that introduction, write what you want someone to be able to say about you, and then 
now where is the gap between where you are now and what you need to 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 do to be that person think about that with that focus a year from now what do we get to do and now everything you do for the rest of the year now goes to support you everything you need to be do or have to 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 take a a zig ziglar quote to be to be able to earn that referral so a focus a year from now you might want to be the troy of your industry and market how do you get there so i'll leave you with these questions what are you deeply passionate about what are your strengths and how do you enjoy using them what do you stand for let me break down that what do you stand for thing for a second before I, I take off. Because someone once said, I think it was um, a pastor, Bishop T.D. Jakes, when you see the thing that makes you angry, when you see people doing it, it's usually an indication to you that that's something that you should be doing and that you know you're angry because you know you could do it better and you're angry because of the quality you see someone else delivering. That's usually a, a, a clue to you that that's something that you ought to be doing yourself. So anyway, what do you stand for? I digress there, but that's an important thing to think about. And then finally, finally, to wrap it up back to where we started, what do you want to be known for? What do you want to be known for? All right. Well, that's it for this episode. Thanks for sticking with me. This was episode three, and it's just the one essential question. And I, I, I'd, I'd, I'd ask you to share in the comments, wherever you're listening to this, you know, what you want to be known for. And let me know. You can, and of course, you can subscribe to the podcast. Now we are on Apple Podcasts and wherever you listen to podcasts. But you can go to lynnmorton.com, L-Y-N-M-O-R-T-O-N.com forward slash podcast to subscribe. And remember, you can read the digest versions of these podcast messages on my blog at lynnmorton.com forward slash blog. This is number three. Um, what, what, what Troy taught me, what I learned, what Troy taught me. Yeah. So that's it. So thank you so much for joining. And, I, and also I threw in the, on the last episode, I threw out a request. If you are in the New York, New Jersey area, shoot me an email. Let me know. Um, you're here and you're working on the same kinds of issues with me. I am thinking about starting a community locally as well as online on the Facebook group. So I just want to know who's out there. All right. Hey, by the way, if you want to get started creating your own personal brand and you want to know where you are, take my personal brand audit at lynnmorton.com forward slash audit. Lynnmorton, L-Y-N-M-O-R-T-O-N dot com forward slash audit, A-U-D-I-T, and see where you match up. All right. Thank you so much for sticking around again. I, I had a great time and I hope you did too. And I hope you learned something. I'll be back again tomorrow. So we'll talk then. Take care. Thanks for joining me for Personal Branding with Lynn. If you took something from today's episode that you plan to put into practice, please let me know and share it with our other listening friends. We'd love to encourage you and support you on your path. 
Leave a comment wherever you heard this or at Personal Branding with Lynn on Facebook and Instagram. Don't forget to subscribe at lynnmorton.com forward slash subscribe and share this episode with another entrepreneur or creative. That's it for now. Let's get together again and continue growing our personal brands. Cheers. Cheers.